Hey guys, James Rust here from Marketing Secrets for Electricians. And today, thought I'd answer a question from Parker Worth, who is a fellow uh, electrician looking to help other tradesmen better their lives. Um, so for fun, I thought I'd answer the questions here. And the riddle or the answer to the question in this riddle is, the unaimed arrow rarely hits its mark. So let's have a look. So, here's what I hear a lot. How do normal electricians like us, who are properly trained and licensed, who are not willing to cheat and take shortcuts, and who are wanting to own a successful electrical business, how do we compete against the big guys who own the market share or the guys that charge peanuts for an electrical job? On top of that, we want to employ the best electricians so we can get off the tools and have plenty of time for other areas of life. That's the question. Join me and follow along as we search for the answers. My name is James Rest and welcome to Marketing Secrets for Electricians. First off, I would like to give a shout out to Parker here for taking the action needed to start creating his blog. Because most people nowadays, especially nowadays with so much going on, so many distractions, uh, for example, there's a study that's been done saying we are seeing 5,000 ads per day. That's a lot of ads, a lot of things in your face compared to 500 ads in the 70s. That's 10 times the amount, 10x in 30 years, no, 50 years, sorry. So that is crazy. Um, now, there's also like a lot of people or there's a trend of people who go around and they're just talking a lot about what they want to do and they go around in circles and they're always complaining talking about what they want to do but they're never actually taking the action they kind of just get the thing they're after the attention or whatever it is from saying what they're going to do not actually doing what they're going to do um, and i think this is because there's not enough pain to push pain or pleasure to push them towards their goal um, and it's just not that important enough to them so great job Parker for taking action, it's awesome to see. And in my opinion, the sooner we start blogging or producing some kind of content, the faster uh, we start changing our own lives for the better. That's, um, that's what I've seen, so awesome job. Now, let's go and look at Parker's question. Just a quick note, if you have a question, you can go to marketingsecrets.com and uh, send a voice message or submit the questionnaire form and uh, we can answer it on the show. So I'll give you a summary of what the question was. Peter is looking to help fellow electricians better their lives and help people get into an apprenticeship. To do this, he has started a blog called The Trades Guy. And the question is, what would make the blog better and what should he talk more about? So what would make this blog better? My question is, who is the blog intended for? From what you've said in your question, there's two targets here, two audiences. One, the first one is make electricians' lives better. So that's for electricians. Two is getting people into apprenticeships. This is like before they're electricians, so it's a different stage of their journey. So both topics are fine in the long in the long run. Yeah, you can you can do both. However, each topic topic is focused 
towards the same person at different stages in their electrical journey. So let me just say that again so it can kind of sink in. Yeah, it's a key um, distinction I'd like to point out. Each topic is focused on the same person at a different stage or a different time in their life or on their journey towards being that electrician. What do I actually mean by that? So for this case, I'm going to use myself as an example and go back before I had my apprenticeship. I was in high school and I thought I wanted, well, first I, I wanted to be a mechanical engineer, but I was leaning more towards getting an electrical apprenticeship because I didn't want to spend another four years stuck in a classroom studying every day. Uh, I wanted to get in there, use my hands in a more practical way. Plus, uh, I was not a fan of going and getting this huge debt and on top of that, not having a job at the end of all that study. So once I had made that decision to be an electrician, uh, just a side note, um, I also even thought of becoming a Boilermaker and in hindsight, I'm stoked I didn't go down that path. I did work experience as an electrician and as a Boilermaker and that helped me when I was like at the Boilermaker, they're like, hey, come on, you can, we can give you an apprenticeship here. Uh, but yeah, so grateful that I chose to be an electrician, such a uh, better trade. Anyway, my next um, steps were to go and apply for as many electrical apprenticeships as I could. So such as small domestic electrical companies, I looked at larger commercial businesses, mine sites in the areas that there's, or the, like the country, there's mine sites everywhere. I was willing to kind of move to FIFO, so fly in, fly out apprenticeships. They were cool because they are like, as an apprentice, you get 80 grand a year. Um, the army doing one of those trades or boat building companies, I honestly, I didn't really care so much as long as I could convince someone that I was worthy enough for them to take on them under you know, to take me under their wing and train me to be that electrician. That was the goal because once you got that certificate, then you have like the baseline and you got like a, a you're set essentially. You run into trouble, you know, you've got that trade certificate where you can get a job, especially uh, in Australia. Electricians were highly sought after, so that was cool. And this, this, um, the first in my first year, I ended up applying to about 10 different companies and did a bunch of aptitude tests, which was stressful in itself. I don't think, uh, from memory, I don't even think I got an interview that year. So you could say I failed, and maybe you know, I could have had an attitude of I was not meant to be an electrician, or in this case, like. I asked or was looking for what was stopping these companies from uh, selecting me to be their electrical apprentice. And the feedback I got from my applications was that people who were being interviewed and selected, they all had done pre-apprenticeships. And this was like, huh, the first time I've even heard of a pre-apprenticeship. So I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, it's another year. The apprenticeship went for pre-apprenticeship went for a year so that's like okay now that's a four-year apprenticeship plus that so I'm looking at five years to get my trade which was fine so I was like great as long as I can like take some steps now today um, and that's what I did I failed all those tests and applied for a pre-apprenticeship and instead of going so I was in year 11 instead of going to year 12 I actually went 
to year 12 for one day and found out, yep, that's not for me, that's awesome. And I went to TAFE and started doing uh, the pre-apprenticeship and learning about the electrical trade and starting to apply for the applications when they came out the next year round. Now, I did apply for the exact same companies I did the year before. And I did the exact same, or I think they were the exact same, you know, a year later, but the same aptitude tests. And I got through to the interview rounds. And I even got, or they told me I was like in the top five of um, the selection or the intake for that year. And I can tell you those interviews were intense in the sense that you sit there and you got a panel like this Western Power, which was like the energy company uh, for the area. They have a panel there of three, three people and they just fire questions and they're situational questions. They're like, what would you do when this happened? How would you handle this? How would you handle that? And by golly, you know, that's um, a tough interview. And um, yes, so I did well the second time around, which was awesome and ended up getting an apprenticeship. However, I'm not gonna go down that path. I'm gonna stop the story there um, because if you notice from this story, what was I focused on as, or trying to get the apprenticeship? What questions did I answer? Or what questions did I seek answers to? Um, what did I need to know? And for example, such things I was focused on is just like, how do I get an electrical apprentice? What, these are things people, um, you know, you're thinking in your mind, just the thoughts like, this was something maybe I'd search on Google, like what is involved in getting an electrical apprenticeship? I found out, hey, I need a pre-apprenticeship, that's the answer. What salary um, does an electrical apprentice get? And essentially it was like $7 an hour. Um, and so yet yeah, that's the answer there. So all these questions um, you could have on the blog kind of with answers. So why, why do you want to be an electrical apprentice? How many years in the, is an electrical apprenticeship? All these questions when you're trying to, when you've decided that yes, I want to be an electrician. How do I do that? What qualifications do I need to be an electrical apprentice? I need the pre-apprenticeship. It's kind of like, these are all the questions all, and all the things you hunt for when you're on that path. And it, it goes on and on. There's heaps. You can dive deep into it. Now, do you think a qualified electrician is thinking about the same type of questions? No. Definitely not. Um, being an electrician, for example, I would care more about the new wiring rules coming out because I got to know them for my job. I'd care about how to maybe wire up a smart home because that's a new and the latest thing that people are asking me to do. Or maybe just how to do a better job. How, what tools do I need? How can I increase my efficiency to get a pay rise? Um, so in answer to your questions, but like in answer to your question, Parker, like, what would uh, make your electrical electrical blog better? It would be to focus on the person where they are at in their journey right now and find out what problems they are having and dive deep on those topics. Give them all the answers um, that'll help them achieve their goal, which essentially, if it's the person wanting to be the electrician or get the electrical apprenticeship it's 
that's the goal you're setting and you're giving them all the answers you could run a course you could write your blog about like every article is kind of focused around this topic and that's a that's where I'd like you could start I'm not going to tell you what you want to do but maybe you're not interested in that you're like okay maybe you want to focus on the electrician side of things that that's cool too it doesn't really matter you could you could take them on the journey because if they find you when you're or when they're starting out and you give them the answers they're going to keep following you and you're kind of taking them on a journey each week helping them so you know for example you've taken from how to get from where they are to a electrical apprenticeship then you're taking through how to pass the um so how to get through all the exams in the apprenticeship how to then pass your final exam and then it's like okay now you're looking at the electrician and then the electrician's like okay the next step is their own job or whatever what path do you want to take them on who is your audience who are you focused on and this is a key part in any electrical business don't try to help anyone you you can help them at different stages so you niche down and you focus on that because it's like it's overwhelming the amount of content and stuff out there on the web you can search up practically anything so by going deep and narrowing down you you find and help a select group of people who will then follow you and seek your guidance on that particular topic you become the expert then once you know which audience you're talking to I would find out all the problems that they're having and write about these problems talk about the problems and then follow up by giving them solutions or suggested solutions or how you can help them with your problems um, and that would be the base of which i would build a blog off from there i would also suggest checking out um, other successful blogs for example neil patel um, he has a tool called uber suggest and which helps you find the keywords that your audience is searching. So all those search results that come up in Google, he helps, he has a free tool uh, that you can use to find out how many people are searching for how to become an electrical apprentice. And go, okay, that's a keyword I wanna focus on and they're asking this question, I'm gonna give their answer um, in my blog post. Then another one that comes to mind is Brian Dean from uh, Backlinko. And he has a strong presence and in in the blog world also and his content is quite good so these are two people that can like you can get ideas from to help build your actual blog um, so yeah i hope that helps i will leave it there for now to be honest we are really only just touching the surface here with blogs uh, however i do hope this helps to point you in the right direction with your blog parker and anyone else who is hoping to build a blog or building a blog, get focused in on who you're serving, who you're helping. Um, also, if you want to check out Parker's blog, go to, or you can visit it at thetradeguys.com and let me know your thoughts. So also, if you have any other questions, please feel free to submit them at marketingsecretsforelectricians.com. And until next time, I'll talk to you then. Have you ever wondered how that electrical contractor came to be so popular, have so many customers, and what they did to get there, and let's face it, a bit jealous that your business isn't quite there yet? Well, I'm doing a interview video series where we're interviewing these electrical contractors, getting the gems of knowledge uh, 
what they've learned over the course of time that they've run their business to get it to that point. We're not only gonna cover how they got there, but what, what pitfalls they ran into along the way so you don't have to uh, go through them yourself and you can go straight to ideally having that success or implementing things straight away that lead to your business growing a lot faster than it otherwise would have. So if you're interested in getting and listening to this video series course, you can go to marketingsecretsforelectrician.com and I'll see you there.